0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Dungeons & Dragons shit show. Uh, This is Wade Boson and Justin VanWay here today. uh, Going to talk to you about some stuff that we're doing for the podcast and the world of Cydonia that our D&D campaign takes place in. We're actually going to be talking about a lot of homebrew stuff and like classes, players, NPCs, different things like that uh concept of how magic works within our universe, a lot of different things that we're changing and just making our own. So I'll let uh Justin go ahead and take over for what he wants to talk about today.
1: I gotta think of what I want to talk about.
0: Well I know that right now what we've been talking about is the the new classes that we're coming up with and the and the races. So I know that we've came up with Nikokin or our version of cat well, races or cat uh, uh Nico Kin as like the the medium size uh cat race and then or cat people race and then what is it that you were kibleons. saying kibleons yeah kibleons for the uh for the um like smaller cat people I don't yeah. know you you go ahead and describe it, because you describe it a lot better than I do
1: so i i definitely know what the kibleons are going to be because they're going to be small animal-like creatures. They're not going to exactly be cats, but some of them will even if they're not cat people will have cat-like properties like the cat nap ability so that way they can have practically the elvish sleep thing without being elves. That way we can make more characters that can stay up all night and do watches without being elves. Kiblions are also going to typically be weak against um Cold damage and stuff like that, because obviously animals don't prefer cold unless they're you know acclimated to it.
0: I think my favorite part is the what we decided about water
1: yeah um for the cat specific um kiblions they have water aversion where they cannot stay in water
0: I mean if you want to go over the whole character that's that's cool with me because I know that we also we we said that for like it has to use like once the kiblion is in water. It has to you you have to use yes. your movement speed
1: or if they're caught to, in the rain
0: or caught in the rain, you have to use as much as your movement speed as possible to get into cover or out of water, which I think is freaking hilarious.
1: I also gave Kiblions the climb speed equal to their movement, similar to like cam- a natural cat. yeah, they also cannot speak common whatsoever. they can understand it and write it like in re- uh, reading form. And understand it when it's spoken to them, similar to like the cat chefs in Monster Hunter. Yeah, where you can order something from them and they'll be able to make it because they know what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, every time when I I remember what I had said uh, when we first came up with them. <laughs> whenever I think of the Kiblions talking to each other, I think of villagers from Animal Crossing yeah. speaking to each
1: other. Additional thing for the cat types of. Kobulians is they have cat's grace, which will effectively make it where they cannot take fall damage. You know, because that, that that appears in D and D so often. <laughs> Not really. No, <laughs> but it's it's always fun to just have it. I know
0: there's rules for um falling in D and D and like how damage works. Yeah, but like it's v- I've barely ever see it used. Monks
1: even have an ability that reduces it. Yeah,
0: I I rarely ever see it being used. Do you wanna you wanna go ahead and like read off the Kibbleon? Like
1: Oh, I didn't have anything written for the Kibbleons yet.
0: No, I'm saying the like go onto your the Prism app yeah, and there's... read off everything that you had told me about.
1: Yeah, that's what I did was I read off the racial trait for Kibbleon.
0: Oh. Wait, I... were those really the only ones that we came up with Kiblions? I thought there was more.
1: No, that was for the, the class. Those was the oh, class okay. features. Was... Oh
0: yeah, we still have racial features for the actual Because we went over what was it, uh culinarian? Is what we call the class? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we the class over, is called Culinarian. We went
1: over the, the race, which is climb, kibble speak, water reversion, catnap, and cat's grace. Okay. That's all the racial abilities. And then for level one Culinarian, we had the Culinary Master, which had bardic inspiration type things, comfort food, which was a healing type thing, protein booster, which um, gives people attack bonus. Yeah, so and when you do food. that
0: thing, that thing will happen yeah. during the campaign, and then that thing will help with that thing. I get it. It's cool.
1: And soul food, which gave um, spell slots back.
0: Yeah. Soul food is like, okay, so when it comes to spell slots, I know this is, we're we're totally going off track from Ooh. the
1: What we could do is we could remove the um, long rest option mm-hmm. entirely and make it to where only I can give people so their spell slots back.
0: Wait, what do you mean? Like long, as in?
1: Or you can only get half your, your spell slots back from a long rest. That way spell, spell casters aren't as broken as they've always been.
0: Yeah, that would work.
1: That way, spell uh, spellcasters can only get spell slots back halfway through napping. Yeah,
0: because what we're doing for spell slots, because essentially, because everything is ran, off, everyone, no matter what race or class, yeah, you can use magic because Arcana, what we're calling magic, is essentially everywhere.
1: So what we could do instead of a instead of the idea of giving us spell slots back every hour mm-hmm. is they have to eat to get spell slots back. Okay, because so magic like re- will be.
0: Well, the reason why it's every hour is because the way that the arcana works. I'm saying that all the
1: arcana could be inside the food because it's naturally within anything everything. Oh, yeah,
0: cuz it's growing out of Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: So the the animals would eat plants that have magic in yeah, it. Yeah,
0: because magic cuz arcana is essentially everywhere. So the plants using photosynthesis gather absorbed magic. The magic and the then the, the
1: animals eat the 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 plants that gather magic which give them magic and the people eat the, the animals to gather the magic yeah, to get yeah, magic like, yeah that way it's not just like oh we're photosynthesizing magic
0: yeah because everyone can, like you can manipulate the magic if it's there The arc because arcana is actually, is inside the world is something that you can visually see like you can't like in like in normal most fantasy world you can't see magic like, you can't actually yeah. see it there. It's just this mystical, invisible thing. Because even in Star Wars, the Force, you can't see the Force. Yeah. But in our world, in Cydonia, in the universe, you can actually see magic. It's as particles yeah. and different, like, geom- geometrical shapes float like floating through the air. So, yeah. like, you can have, like, floating... I-, I know that what I wanted to do, and I spoke to uh, Neurotoxin last time about it, Um, that I want to do, like, the Northern Lights instead of doing the northern lights it's it's arcana like sh- you can seeing the arcana streams through the world in the world like arcana can visually be seen and so like if the arcana is there in the area you can you as a player or you know a person inside the world can manipulate that arcana cuz it's there but if you are in a place where there is no arcana like a cave yeah. And there's nothing there to absorb unless there's like arcana crystals inside yeah. growing from the earth. Because crystals are Sim- essentially work as flash drives and yeah. they can hold data.
1: It could be similar to the magic from uh from that time it was reincarnated as the slime.
0: Yeah. Th- yeah, that would work Or yeah. like
1: creatures that were, um that absorbed magic from outside the cave, go into the cave, die, and turn into the crystals.
0: Yeah. And then they cha- and then you can channel that and that's yeah. how you can but no our our world is very heavily magical based, and so i I do like the idea of doing it to where you uh, you having a culinarian inside your inside of your your party would be like a really good idea to yeah. have because if an adventurer was to go down into a into a dungeon that's not known to have many ar- ha have a whole lot of arcana down inside of it, yeah they're screwed if they use all their spell slots
1: yeah they'd be. And the culinarian could make spell slots like as a a last resort, like immediately, of mm-hmm. like as many times as they have their culinary points, and then refresh them at long rest by cooking.
0: So, do we want to do it to where like people, like characters and NPCs, can still regenerate spell slots, but it's only a long rest, but short rests don't give you anything? Yeah,
1: and you have to eat during the, the long rest, otherwise, yeah. it doesn't give you anything.
0: So you eat, and then you're like, yeah, Yeah.
1: It has to be made by a someone who can imbue the food with magic.
0: Yeah, because you can't just get arcana from no like, it's it's a cycle. Yeah, arcana essentially arcana in the world obeys the laws of physics of matter cannot be destroyed nor created created it's manipulated the other thing is you have to
1: be able to bring forth the magic from the the animals yeah so the animals eat pure magic from the plants yeah but it gets dissolved into them so you have to bring the magic back out of it
0: yeah and that's where like the culinarian comes into where they're like oh well I figured out how to essentially take the arcana that's inside of this food and enrich it to where your your body can now absorb. Yeah, that.
1: it's similar to how like Bard's could find the magic within the air yeah. by singing certain things. Basically, but I not really, exactly. Yeah,
0: um. But I know that like for we're gonna be doing like other classes. I know that we're gonna do like for different sorcerers like yeah. subclasses. We're gonna be doing like like uh dragon lineage, um sorcerers like yeah. that have a blood tie to dragons, like uh like neurotoxin's character. Yeah. Her and I are going to try and find w- different spells and racial features that go with that bloodline sorcerer that only they can do. Yeah. And so like that stuff is you know based off the arcana but like only they can do that, which I think is very cool to think about.
1: I also had an idea for a character that isn't part of our party uh-huh. that I I let our DM know about it, but yeah. It, it's still a work in process. I like it. I, I really do. It, it's going to be a gimmick character that, you know, if any of you listening at home want to try it, you know, you can always give us feedback on it. I'm calling it the gambler. So keep in mind, this is still a work in progress. Effectively, the, the first class feature is way too long and I'll have to shorten it down. But in short, effect, effectively, you're going to only able, ever be able to use a revolver at first. The revolver never can be loaded with actual bullets the bullets um randomly spawn inside the gun every turn every turn you'll have to spin the, the the chambers in the revolver and at random it will ch- you, by rolling a dice you'll choose what chamber it lands on if you fire it and there's no bullet in it it's a blank and you don't get to attack that turn if it if the bullets in there you you get to fire fire your gun once if you miss the bullet the bullet will stay inside the chamber and it will uh, will gain a damage dice of its type. The the gun starts off with D4 damage. You know, pretty weak for a gun in D&D, but it's to balance it out. Later on, it'll get stronger. It'll continue gaining damage uh, damage type for each level you are at. Every five levels, it'll go up one damage dice, ending at, I believe, a D12. And you can add more charges every level, every third level for how many it can stack up. The downside is, if you go over your maximum stack for a bullet by firing the other bullet in the gun that isn't the one that has a stack, it'll keep adding. But if it goes to four in your first level, you will explode, and will do 46, 44 damage to you. That is four, uh, four sided dice, which you know doesn't sound like a lot, but that could be a that tot- could
0: that could ruin you if you don't have enough health.
1: That could be a total of 32 damage done to you.
0: Yeah, so like if you're in a dungeon and you've already taken, and you're like, well, I mean, the gambler, you're gambling with yeah. that shit. You're like, oh my God, uh, I'm about to die, but let's hope this works. No, boom, you're dead.
1: Yeah. You know, I lo- love
0: it just as more of like, like this will never, I don't think, would really be, a, could be a serious character.
1: It, it's not. It's no. going to be a gimmick character, but if you can get it past level one, you have to tell your DM it has to start off at level 1. If somehow you get it past level 1, you become level 2, which gives you the ability as a bonus action to choose what slot you will fire out of.
0: But, that's the, that's the 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 choose choice of fate, right? That you were talking about.
1: It is that is going to be called manipulate fate.
0: Yeah, manipulate m- manipulate fate.
1: Um I forgot uh, Which I really like that one. At um at level 1 you also get the choice, you know, to gamble on it. You can add a charged dice called Tempt Fate onto a bullet you haven't fired yet, which will, you know, add an extra dice of its type. But as I said, if you go over the amount, it explodes. So late game, I believe the stack will be up to at least over 12 stacks you can have on it. Yeah. And I'm trying to think if I want it to be you can choose after a bullet is already loaded in your gun if you can add an additional one, but it will only ever be two bullets loaded in your gun at one time. I don't, I feel like... Because we want those empty slots.
0: Yeah, I don't don't think it should ever have more than one. Because that just adds more to, like, at level two, maybe, like...
1: No, I'm thinking it would have two at least, so you could have one bullet stored in the gun that hopefully never gets shot until it gets to, like, over 12 dice of it. But you can still fire one that would be normal. Yeah. So you could sit there because at level two you can choose what slot you fire. And you don't actually
0: load it too. They the, the bullets just appear into it. It's an arcana infused weapon. Yeah. And so the the bullets ha- magically manifest the, Yeah
1: manifest into it. And um the way that the bullets will work is it will always be the newest bullet in the gun gets the stack. Oh, okay. It's not going to be the the oldest bullet because that that wouldn't make any sense because if if you keep adding bullets in, it'll get rid of the old bullet. Yeah. Because it can only have ever have two bullets in it.
0: Yeah. So if it, yeah. So if you get a third bullet in there, the first bullet that yeah, was manifested phases. just phases away. Yeah. Fizzes. Fizzes away.
1: Yeah. So you want, if, if I went with the other rule where another, a bullet has to form every turn, it'll always get rid of the oldest one. Okay. I
0: love this character. <laughs> it, it's going
1: to be fun. Um, I also gave it a subclass option that I, I thought of, which is obviously going to be the roulette master. I'm thinking about giving it uh the gambler for like uh, cards and dice as well. Oh, okay. But I haven't, haven't determined how that's gonna work
0: i feel like like with dice like you do your attack and whatever dice you so if it lands on on like a two that's um that's the dice damage you do so you flip a coin is one or two damage if you land on a six
1: i i feel like actually what it would be is you you roll dice or you throw dice people and whatever it, it it lands on is what type of damage it does
0: oh okay well, that or, like, like if you get, like, a 12, if you throw it at someone and it appears... So so I had a, a similar class. So that's actually... so, or, or not class. So it's a magical item. So you see the dice that's tattooed on my hand? Yeah. That's actually a and d magical item that I came up with. Ah. So oh, I'm going to explain actually, to you because a- it's an actual magical item I'm putting into the game. I haven't told any of y'all for it. But when I originally came up with the dice idea four of it. It was a magical tattoo that you could get and I didn't know what the tattoo would look like so I decided to tattoo it on myself and so the dice that I have on my right hand is the actual tattoo that you have to get in the game to do this item and the way the item works is that you grab at your hand where your thumb is on whether it's your left or your right hand and when you pull away you magically have two d6s in your hand and those can be imbued with whatever you want. So if you roll, but you have to put them onto a, you have to pick a number that it could land on. Yeah. And essentially you find, you basically, you come up with all the different number combinations that you can come up with. with I was thinking
1: of a table of different weapons. You roll the dice and you get a random weapon from that, that thing.
0: Yeah. So there's multiple ways that I thought I could do it It was one, the weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Like you, you can roll it and it's like, okay, that's that table. It lands on like on, on a, on three, on the number three, one and a two, you have three, you get the third weapon that's listed.
1: It would probably be the higher the roll, the the stronger the weapon. If you get snake eyes, you uh, You don't get, it doesn't work. The dice explode and hurt the user. Because gambler, you have to always have that. That's what I had for
0: magic. So I had it to where basically, essentially the way Arcana works, right? Everything's data. So if you sideswipe on your tattoo, it would come up with a little HUD and you can preload what you want onto it. And the weapons—the reason why that works—is that it's you essentially you're sliding that weapon into the spell. And so if you have a dagger, you're like, okay, I'm gonna put the dagger into there.
1: I say if you roll two ones, like snake eyes, it's going to be an already cooked grenade that comes out. And as soon as it enters your hand, it explodes.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. But like, I also had it to where like you could. Um, I mean I'm going to I have to like reclarify yeah. how the magical tattoo works.
1: I I feel like also sort of like how the dam- the damage dice increased from the revolver mm-hmm. as you get stronger into that subclass of of the dice person, you'll get more dice to roll from your hand, which will mean weapons will get even even stronger. Yeah. But if you roll three ones on a 3d6 one, you'll still get the, the live grenade. Yeah. I was
0: thinking of do it cuz like I know that for it, I wanted to do like different, like, but I wanted it to be random spells, like yeah. so you could get it to where it was a a random spell. So you would grab your dice, they appear in your hand, you roll them, and it was it would be like Russian roulette with with uh uh with spells, yeah. and so you could have like like multiple spells that could either hurt you, hurt your party, or you don't know what spell yeah. it's gonna be, and it's random. And so I was gonna do different types of of dice tattoos of different variations of it uh, to where essentially you can like the user could get these certain things that could essentially imbue it to where like they know what it would do. But I mean, it's still a work in progress, but I loved the idea so much that I decided to grab my tattoo machine that I have. Yeah. That's ri- a really shitty tattoo machine and I tattooed it on myself. So this tattoo is an actual magical item inside the D universe that we're creating and i came up with like years ago i just haven't fully uh finished it yet but i love the idea so much
1: and for cards i was thinking would be sort of like gambit
0: yeah i i, would, I like that idea would you are we going to do it to where like like each like card does that like so if you draw a six that's a d6 of damage
1: I was thinking more along the lines of you're going to carry around a deck with you. Okay. And um, if you get a an ace, it's going to be better than a king. If you draw a king, it's sort of like the suicide king. Okay. Where, um, it'll be a negative effect towards you if you draw it, and then you still have to draw the next card. And depending on what you draw, it'll do that much damage to you unless it's another face card. I feel like it
0: should work where for, for gambler, because it's going with a subclass of gambler. Yeah. When the gambler draws a card, they have to fight the impulse to draw to not draw another oh, card. No,
1: it it's going to be an impulse. Oh, it's going it... to be the once they become the 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 card user, they're not going to ever use the revolver anymore. Oh, okay. It's going to be impulsively. I'm going to always use this attack. Yeah. So
0: basically, we're we're creating. A person who has a gambling addiction yes, that somehow
1: <laughs> manifested magic out of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's definitely. I think how the class should work is that, like, when you choose that class, you're you're making it to where your character, that character has such a bad gambling addiction, they manifested their own magic, their own ma- magical yeah. archetype. The so si- no one else can do that kind of magic. Yeah, the sisters it has of to-
1: fate have picked this person to be the the manifestation of their their magic.
0: Essentially, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, none of them really live to be a epic level. No, because
0: they always end up killing themselves due to their own magic.
1: Somehow they, they always die in a fiery explosion that's not <laughs> caused by the enemy.
0: And it's always super badass for some reason. It's never something like dumb. Well, no, I'm pretty sure and, it'd always be dumb. And the
1: thing is, even if they do manifest, to, like manage to manifest the correct thing to be able to do damage to things, they still have to hit. Yeah. So saying for the revolver even if they get the the bullet in the chamber that they need it to be in have it pointed at the enemy they still have to roll to hit yeah so they could have everything line up perfectly and then miss (laughs) but i
0: in my head i'm imagining the uh, a guy that has the worst aim in the world. (laughs) <laughs> but has but has such a gambling addiction that the the Sisters of Fate has given him this power, and he can't even hit anything with it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Also, I was thinking of giving the gamblers um a shield given to him by the the Sisters of Fate, which is eff- effectively a armor of luck. It's so not- are are we confirming
0: chronologically that the Sisters of Fate exist in the world? Obviously. I, I feel like the Sisters of Fate would be... Because I know that in the world of Cydonia, I have specifically... I hope not... I,
1: specifically? Yeah,
0: that word. I can't, I can't pronounce that word. Um, have said that gods do not exist
1: in yeah, the world. But Sisters of Fate are not no, a god.
0: I, I think that a good way to do for Sisters of Fate would be that these are where three arcana users, yeah, who
1: who watch over the world,
0: basically, who have basically like way way back then had ma- completely mastered Arcana. They would probably so be much the- to a point that they no longer have a physical form. Yeah, in in the yeah. world,
1: they might have even been the first person to originate magic.
0: Yeah, yeah, because so there was one thing that inside when I was originally writing it, I was talking to Injected neurotoxin, and I was saying that. No one truly knows where Arcana came yeah. from or who originally was able to harness and use it. But we, but, but I like the idea that we can say the Sisters of Fate were the first ones to actually harness and learn how Arcana works. Yeah. But over the time, over the years, and time and history, people forgot who actually who actually first um, harnessed Arcana and now no one truly knows. And it's just like a myth that these sisters, these three sisters decided to, or these three sisters somehow found a way to, to manipulate and harness Arcana to use. And then they taught everyone else. And so many years passed by where people forgot and they just became this legend of three legendary sisters who, who first controlled arcana and now watch over the world are we
1: going to say that they still canonically only have one eye between each other and only one tooth i really like that <laughs> idea they cannot eat unless one of the sisters gives up their tooth to give to another sister yeah. they cannot see unless one sister gives up an eye to give to another sister i think co-
0: chronologically yes I I I completely agree with that. I love that idea.
1: E- even still, in their astral forms, they still even, have yeah,
0: even in their astral forms, they have to do that. That's the one thing that magic couldn't fix for them. Well, I, actually, we could say that is the, that was the cost. Yeah, or, or they
1: still exist, they just aren't um, nearby to talk to anybody.
0: Or that they went in hiding because yeah. everyone basically they well, if they've mastered Arcana for so much, they essentially. Learned how to, they mastered immortality. Yeah, if you think about it, the and sisters of
1: fate determine who lives, who dies by manipulating fate. Yeah,
0: so are we the sisters of fate in the sort world of. because we're creating
1: they're not exactly go- they're not exactly gods, but they no. play God.
0: Yeah, they play God. Because God, if gods don't, because if the gods don't exist, and like we've said, the gods don't exist in the universe.
1: We still need some power to be like, hey, this soul needs to go yeah. somewhere. I feel like God, the universe
0: is created by Arcana. Yeah, Big Bang happens, and and the Arcana all unravels scratches up and then explodes. And so essentially, Arcana is space dust. Yeah. So like cosmic galaxies. I know that like one of the best ways to explain this is that the Hubble telescope, or not Hubble. But the new telescope that it, that just took pictures of the, the galaxy that yeah. Hubble took pictures of a long quack time ago.
1: Um, oh, can we say quack? I mean, <laughs> our show is shit.
0: I, I think as long as we're not using major cuss words, but also quack or, it out more
1: um, like, yeah,
0: yeah. But um, essentially, that like that was where I got the idea of Arcana was right. I was looking at the pictures from that telescope that took the pictures, and I saw that 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 ring or that that line of galaxies, yeah. where all where stars are birthed, and I thought about that, and I was like, "Ooh, Arcana, magical space dust, and all that dust is just pure Arcana, yeah." And so, when a star dies and explodes, Arcana is released into the world, and yeah. so that's why. an Arcana can never be destroyed; it just gets remade, and yeah. another star and is recycled born, recycled somewhere else. Yeah, and so. I like the idea of thinking that a mortal being or entity can harness arcana so much to where they essentially become godlike. Yeah. But but you can still die. Yeah. So, like, you can still be destroyed, but your arcana, your essence, will never be destroyed. Yeah.
1: So, effectively, they're just using arcana to not age.
0: Yeah. To not age or not to not age and die. Yeah. But that has a toll on the body after you live for so long. And that's why they're so decrepit and yeah
1: where they don't get diseased or or age they still are relying so heavily on magic they have to keep up their mana intake
0: do you think that basically it's not that they don't age they their bodies like their you the arcana is stopping them from doing that yeah and they're constantly putting on and whenever if someone if they go out you know because they don't want to be seen they're in hiding for so many years and years and years and years in hiding they're constantly using an illusion spell to make themselves look yeah. younger,
1: or uh, it could be that they are using an illusion spell to make themselves look older,
0: to look oh yeah to to look older to pass through the yeah. world because everyone has this idea of oh this is what they look like and yeah. Arcana is constantly keeping them use useful youthful and useful. in order <laughs> to be useful they're still <laughs> useful um and in order but everyone knows there's pictures and drawings of them in books and everything. Sorry, my cat's being a crackhead he right now. He got the zoomies. He has a lot of zoomies right now. Um, but because there's depictions of them within the world, if someone was to see them, that could risk the their identities getting yeah. out and that they're still alive. And so they used an illusion spell to make them look like old ladies. Yeah. And so they can go out and shop and you know yeah. do all their earthly woes because
1: they, they still have to intake the the arcana. From, yeah they stopped like
0: they would still have to like go out to like the markets and and shit and you know get food and and all that stuff yeah like they they still like eat and and intake arcana but like if they well yeah if they stopped intaking arcana they would their immortality would start to fade yeah so yeah but at the same time i think it would be like they don't have control over everything yeah
1: no matter what, the Sisters of Fate can't stop everything. Yeah. And they can't start everything.
0: I think it's, they have to know of the evil person yeah. and where they're at. Yeah. They can't just remotely just murder someone yeah. like that.
1: Like, they, ha- they have had to have heard it over a rumor or something. Yeah. Because as I, as we said, they're not gods. No. They're, they're mortals with godlike power. Yeah.
0: They're not omnipotent where they, yeah. can't, where they can see everything in the world. Yeah. They have like- somewhat sight with their eye. Like if they have yeah. it in... i I feel like they
1: would have true sight and be able to see souls yeah
0: i think yeah i would like i like that idea like soul
1: sight like if they saw someone like every person has a different color soul uh, according to their alignment
0: yeah and And, you can see like 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 really bright like cherry red mixed with like black and stuff is like chaotic evil
1: A, a dark black with like blue is like uh chaotic good
0: yeah and then true neutral it's would just be just gray. white light. I feel like it would be gray. Gray, like
1: morally gray.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, morally gray. And then, so what would chaotic neutral be?
1: It's just a uh, rosharsh art. Oh, what? <laughs> the you know the the ink uh, blot. No matter. Oh how yeah, you look no matter. At, how it looks you, different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's just this white on black, just, it's just constantly changing,
1: ebbing and flowing.
0: Yeah. And so that's like chaotic neutral, yeah, and then true new nu- just neutral in general, true neutral just is just gray. gray.
1: And then lawful neutral is like this slightly like white and gray.
0: Yeah, I like that. So good is good on the spectrum would be more blue. Yeah, bad on the spectrum would be more red. Yeah, and then normal is just yeah, neutral is gray. gray. I like that. Yeah, and that's what they see. Like, they don't know where everything but, is, but if they see someone like that, and it's... But I think it's, like, the sisters, in order to, to take someone to end the, that life, I feel they like, have to agree on it.
1: Yeah. I feel like, also, people, like, the evil people that have killed other people, mm-hmm. will, they'll see the souls that they killed well, okay, hovering what if, around
0: them. What if we do this? One sister is neutral. Yeah. One sister is evil. One sister is good. Yeah. They all three have to They're all agree. lawful, though. They're all, yeah, all lawful. They
1: all follow a code.
0: Yeah. And so the lawful evil, the lawful good, and the lawful neutral all have to come to a, a an agreement together that this person should not live.
1: Yeah. And then they smite it. Yeah. <laughs> and just, ah. No more.
0: I really like that character. Or just, uh, not character, but just concept idea of in the world.
1: Yeah. Because that way we still have a higher power that, like, is watching over us yeah but yeah the sisters of fate are now canonical demi like creature chronologically yeah
0: they, well yeah. canon canon
1: it's canon uh, what canonic. is okay
0: so canon. so i know canon means that it is official true. in true like true in the universe yeah
1: chronologically, chronologically
0: is time when you time-based. refer to something to a timeline yeah and then Canonic, canonically it is it is, is true the, in
1: the timeline?
0: Yeah, true in the timeline. Yeah. So can't. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, Can, had to go over those definitions. Canonically. Cano- yeah. They are canonically in the universe and and live in the world of Sidonia. Yes. Yes. But a boom.
1: So we could also technically, theoretically, make godlike creatures that are based off of gods. But not God.
0: Yeah, so we could do like Thor, or and other stuff like or, that,
1: or Loki. Loki. They're, they just have their personalities. Well,
0: what if we do? So who would be essentially would grant? Because I know for like for draconic sorcerers, their bloodline comes from from the great dragons yeah. that roam the 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 world of Cydonia. They're yeah. real. They're super powerful. They're almost completely godlike. Yeah, but they can still die.
1: So instead and of so they're being worshipped,
0: and that's how you know. Yeah, and they have the ability to transform into a human form, and you know they get jiggy with it with yeah. another per- with a, so, another canonic... person, and that's how the bloodline starts, and that's how a so- Draconic sorcerers yeah. bloodline starts.
1: So canonically, um, gold, silver, bronze, and all of that can all ch- shapeshift into humans, mm-hmm. and. For the colored dragons, we could say that they have somewhat similar abilities, mm-hmm. and the mother and um, and father of all dragons were were supposed to be platinum and and the five headed dragon. Mm-hmm. But instead of it being a five headed dragon, we could have all five of the dragons be linked to one. To like, one great, like share, share a, uh, like share celestial a soul dragon. No, like they could share a soul.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: So. Instead of it being a five-headed dragon, it's just one of each of the five dragons that live in a really awkward location that live together.
0: You want to do? Should we do it to where like each one is like a piece of the soul?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like so a fragmented dragon.
0: Basically, yeah, and that's how it lives yeah. in the world. And so when that if that dragon is to die, that part of the soul gets reborn. Yeah, as another as like its offspring.
1: So, uh, in like legends for for Tiamat, she um. Every time she dies, she gets reborn. Yeah. Des- despite the fact that Bahamut has killed her like twice.
0: <laughs> so for, so for, I guess the class for, for the game, for gambler, who do we want? Would that be like a Loki
1: thing? Could no. We,
0: no. Cause Loki's tricks. Yeah. He's tricks. So who's, is there any gods in mythology that are based on gambling? I think so. I'm going to Google that. Hold on. I'm going to... Hold on. Let's see. Okay, Google. Are there any mythical gods that are the gods of gambling?
1: Here's a summary from
0: best casino sites. (laughs) The gods of gambling. Who could help you win? (laughs) Hermes, the Greek god of gambling. Both, the Egyptian god of gambling. Sochil, the Aztec god of gambling. Neza. The Chinese god of gambling and more. Hermes well, we is, have though the Egyptian god Hermes. Hermes, well, Hermes is
1: not a, a, a not a god of gambling. No, he's Hermes of, Hermes
0: is a god of us. He's the god of messaging. But in Greek mythology, for growing up, from what I learned is that Hermes is essentially like a god of essentially generally everything.
1: So actually, what he is is Hermes was the ancient Greek god of trade, wealth, luck fertility, animal husbandry, sleep... Animal languu- husbandry? Yes. Breeding animals. Oh, okay. <laughs> sleep, langu- uh, language, thieves, and travel.
0: Basically a general god of the common man. The god of the common man. Yeah. It's uh, the uh, same t- as Thor. I mean, Thor is the god of lightning, but he was also known as the god of the common man and everything like that. So I, I, I don't know. I don't think Hermes... Would be a good one for, for yeah, he gambling. might be
1: a god of luck, but he's not specifically luck.
0: No, we could. I mean, there's there's also uh Thoth, the Egyptian god of gambling. Is that? Let's see. Look up. Look up Thoth. See what what he was. How's it spelled? Uh, T H O T H. I love how the, how we got this list from bestcasinosites.net. An, Egyptian,
1: .net. an original, uh, Egyptian religion, a god of the mood, of reckoning, of learning, and of writing.
0: So not gambling.
1: That is literally mm-hmm. just mood night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that doesn't work. Um, there's one, the Aztec god, but I cannot pronounce that, and I don't know how Google said that. Uh, there's uh, Neza, the Chinese god of gambling. That's N E Z H A. Look at that one. This site is so off when it comes
1: <laughs> the god of many professional drivers, like trucks, taxis, and <laughs> bus drivers. Wait, what this, this, oh, does. No. <laughs> wait. Okay, I'm going to just.
0: Okay, let's but he is this.
1: also the Monkey King. The Monkey King, he um, he um has quadruple immortality.
0: Isn't the Monkey King the one that like he like got so many lives or something? In no, Chinese what mythology? what
1: what he did was he first found a way to become immortal, uh huh, and became super powerful, and then. He tricked the gods into giving him another immortality, oh, yeah. and then he tricked yet another god into giving him mortality. Immortality. <laughs> yeah, because I saw he, a
0: TikTok about him, and they're the, explaining all of this. And
1: then he um, ended up protecting the peach tree that also gave immortality. They were all the gods were going to eat, and he ate every single peach in that 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 orchard. Homie him- said, "Nah, fam, nom, 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 <laughs> nom." So he effectively no has- one can take it if I've eaten it all. <laughs> he Effectively has immortality to the fourth power, and the gods tried to kill him, and he's like, "You know what? Try."
0: <laughs> if there's someone that listens to this podcast and they act and they're like a religious historian or something, and they know this answer, please let us just know. Just go to. We
1: just need to go to YouTube and listen to the mythology guy.
0: Yeah. Well, here. Hold on. Let's go to the, okay. Let's go to YouTube then. The okay. Here we go. The mythology guy. Let's get a god of no, not god of gameplay. <laughs> god of luck. <life. laughs>
1: It might just be the Sisters of Fate that would choose. So, I looked up what the Sisters of Fate's powers are. Okay. They're able to control time itself, control the fate of all titans, gods, and especially humans. So, I guess we could have it to where
0: to go- where the Sisters of Fate essentially have... Where, like, they choose one person in the world who... And they're constantly having to pick again yeah. because the person ends up killing themselves with their with the power they've been given. Essentially go, we want with like they could essentially go like we're gonna imbue a random person with the power with, with this power. I guess. Well, no, because essentially someone has to have such a gambling addiction that they manifest this power.
1: So I guess the Sisters of Fate technically were gods, but not considered gods.
0: So exactly what we said
1: before. So they were the daughters of Erebus and Nyx. Mm. Let's see. What was Erebus?
0: I mean, we, we, I mean we're, we've already said that what we just came up with, what we talked about, is correct in, in the universe. So
1: technically, Erebus was the personification of darkness. <laughs> so they were born from darkness. and Nyx was um, effectively night. So (laughs) They were the children of shadows and nighttime. So we
0: could say they are the personification of an idea, and they manifested into... No, because I still like the idea of they were the original people who mastered the Kana. I'm
1: saying that they were probably born... Or you're saying
0: in mythology.
1: Yeah, that's what they were in mythology. Okay. But um, we could just say that they were the first ever born too,
0: yeah. These three sisters were the first ever born in in the world of Sidonia, yeah. And then lear- and then learned about Arcana and by then, seeing it,
1: and then manifested other creatures, yeah. And so,
0: then so then from there, then their their manifestation of using Arcana just started spreading, yeah. And other things started coming up out of the like the woodwork. So like yeah. the great so, like the great celestial dragon manifested itself yeah became its itself and then from there bada boom
1: yeah so like all the the humanoid creatures would be like like well specifically humanoids would be mm. the children of the sisters of fate and all the dragon-like creatures would be the the children of the dragons
0: yeah so are we basically saying that the sisters of fate started playing D and making npcs and then they became humans <laughs> effectively yeah
1: <laughs> and then we should have probably an uh an origin of where all the cat people and all the animal people came from yeah like the demi-human
0: basically and like none of us none of them are actually gods because they're if you find them still. you
1: can kill them yeah they're still all mortal
0: yeah they're they're not like they're it's not impossible to kill them but if you do they essentially get their arcana gets and their soul gets dispersed back into the world
1: and eventually reborn yeah as they they sort of need to be there. Yeah. to keep things flowing.
0: How is it that the sisters of fate um pick who gets the power of of the gambler?
1: Obviously, I
0: I I think it's the I think it's the sisters of fate can essentially when they see someone who has such an addiction to gambling yeah they grant them that power yeah and then they just watch that per- and that's their entertainment they watch they've that person for crumble so, yeah they've lived for so long that their only entertainment is they they search the world for someone who has such a gambling addiction where they grant them this power and then just watch them destroy their lives with, yeah. this, with this magical power of gambling
1: mainly to try and teach them a lesson be like so you're going to destroy yourself with this power unless you stop, and then yeah. they watch as they keep doing it.
0: Yeah, basically. And then when that u- person ultimately kills themselves with the own with the power that they have been bestowed, they're like, well, let's pick someone else, yeah. and then that person. So it's constantly a different person every single yeah. time.
1: And I feel like there can only be, like, three of them in the world at a time.
0: Yeah, so it's official. That's canon. There's yeah. only three of them in the world at what, a time.
1: One champion for each sister.
0: Yeah and one person of the gambling is is evil yeah. is is lawful evil one gambler uh is lawful good and then one gambler is is lawful neutral yeah like
1: each of them uh, outside of combat gambles naturally yeah and um the lawful good will donate any of his winnings to like charity or
0: something basically to like a high to like basically a more a morally just
1: yeah. cause and he he takes his gambling very seriously he makes sure nobody's cheating at the table he's making sure he isn't cheating
0: yeah, everything is fair yeah. and and then after that everything goes to a morally just cause yeah. and then someone the gambler the an evil the 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 the, the lawful evil uh gambler
1: he will cheat for his own benefit, but only his own benefit. Yeah. So I guess he wouldn't be lawful either. No, lawful is following a specific code. We're following. Okay. So yeah. He will do anything to expand <laughs> his profits. Yes.
0: And then the neutral is just kind of like, eh.
1: He, he plays if um. Yeah, I if think someone if, else if said, he can cheat and win, then he'll do it. So I feel if he can win while and uh, and following. The, actually, what I feel like Stop. he would do is um. He's he follows. Sorry, my cat.
0: Hold on. Sorry, my cat's attacking my feet again. Hold on, give me a second.
1: I feel like if he was, um, if he's playing against a honest group of people that aren't cheating, he won't cheat. But if someone at the table starts cheating, if they're cheating, he's cheating. Yeah, he follows the code that if there's cheating going on at his table, he is joining (laughs) in. They just have to out cheat the cheater, basically. So, like, the lawful neutral guy finds the lawful evil person, and they're just sitting there cheating back and forth with the exact same hand, back and back and back. <laughs> yeah,
0: basically. It's whoever can cheat the fastest and yeah. thinks that they can win. That'd be a really short-lived lawful neutral, because if the other person isn't, you know, the other person isn't a lawful neutral uh, yeah. gambler, uh, and they end up do winning, if that other person, who isn't the one that has the power... And who doesn't have the impulse to keep cheating is angry that they've lost. <laughs> it could I, have, he's like, I, boom! I
1: think it would be funny if they pulled out their their gambler revolver at each other at the same time, and they both miss, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they both um, spin the the chamber and it both don't land on a bullet, <laughs> and then they just stare at each you other. You have you have
0: you have the lawful evil gambling with the with the, with the lawful neutral at the same time, and so they both go click. <laughs> Oh. Huh. Same time tomorrow? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the lawful evil person turns around as they're leaving to fire at him again, and the lawful neutral people person picked up on it. and He's like, turns again. clanging. Hmm. <laughs> like,
0: we've been bested again. <laughs> and then walks away.
1: And they keep doing that. They uh, keep doing it over Every and over. six seconds they turn back at each other and fire. And do it again, again. Until
0: one of them dies.
1: Until both of their guns explode and they both die. <laughs> and the lawful good one ch- um the lawful good. Sister Fate laughs at both of the sisters for their <laughs> champions. And that's what they do every day. And that's, they, that's their pastime. We feel like the lawful good person still lives somewhere. Somewhere.
0: Because I feel like it's less likely for them to get to die from yeah. a gambling match because his party would like... probably
1: also be taking care of him. Yeah. He probably owns his own guild. Yeah. <laughs> that he donates to all of his winnings to. Mm-hmm.
0: You think that he might work with like, with, like the Adventurers Guild, Potentially. or something like that, and like they just donate all their winnings to the Adventurers Guild, and
1: they never understand where all this money's coming from. Yeah, they think he's just a normal guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Little did they know that he actually has a full gambling addiction and he can't help but give them money.
1: (laughs) It's it's just somehow hard-coded in his head. Like, I must give this. I must give this. this.
0: Well, remember, we also said that Arcana works as data. Yeah. And so Arcana works as as essentially a a coding language. Yeah. So when you think about it, um, the way I thought about it is that a wizard or a sorcerer, someone who's using Arcana, essentially looks at Arcana and is and when they look at it, it's just Python, yeah, and each line of code does something different, and so, like you were saying that, like like we were gonna come up with a spell called storage, yeah, and storage is just a line of Python code that and it's a hole in the world, yeah, and then they press enter essentially in their head, like essentially everything's done in like the head, and they're reading it, but if you want to put it to a tangible real life example, it's they're just using python and then yeah. pressing enter and then that happens and so it's just a a, a line of, of of arcana that when you take these certain so, symbols of arcana and put them together that activates and this and it rips a hole in to a little pocket dimension and that's the storage space.
1: So would you say the sisters of fate are the system moderators? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're just system mo- mods. They're just admins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're just looking at looking at all the data like um Delete. <laughs> we're, we're, De- delete. No, what uh, what, I don't like that. What code. they do is they, they type um uh, forward slash ban a yeah. person's name in and then press enter <laughs> and then we have press enter and bloop. <laughs>
0: um, there was also oh, how was I gonna explain? Oh, oh yeah, so like so so one thing that I talked to uh, neurotoxin about was that sorcerers have an inherent ability to read arcana. Yeah. And to understand it, while a wizard has to sit there and understand what each symbol means, while the best way that I thought of explaining it is, you know in Percy Jackson the Lightning Thief, yeah. that that scene in the movie when Percy Jackson is when Percy uh is looking at uh Greek the Greek? La- the Greek language how basically in in I know in that universe in that that um that whole universe the author who made that basically said it's like dyslexia like that's yeah. how they like but they can't read it. english yeah but like their brain automatically transformed the language the greek language into whatever language they understood yeah and so that's how sorcerers work and so like people who have draconic bloodline from the great celestial dragon automatically know how to like their brain will 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 switch The code of Arcana into whatever language they understand. We've discussed, I think, majority of everything we wanted to talk about today.
1: She wants to know what my character's personality is like. Who? The person drawing my character for the the campaign. I feel like he'd be really cocky. Yeah. I mean, he did tip a treasure chest over to uh, spray himself back over the other side.
0: But yeah, considering how your character acted during the live show and everything i think yes your character is very cocky in what he does all right guys well i guess uh, to wrap everything up um this is wade this is justin and that's the end of the episode (laughs) degenerates What's up, all you bitches and bros and non binary hoes? It's the end of the episode, and we applaud you for getting this far. Always remember to come back for another Dungeons Dragon shit show. We apologize for any audio imperfections and mistakes. We're still learning. We're all new to this. So just remember, roll those dice, and you know what? Here's a of inspiration just for you.